Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and Martina Miller, who's a full-time maker running Naughty by Nature Designs. We've all encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 56, where we're going to talk about taking time for yourself. What's up, Martina? Not much, man. I think this is going to be a little bit more one-sided because your taking time for yourself is a little bit more exciting than my views on this, but... That doesn't make it one-sided. I think so. I think you're going to fill an hour with drywall and insulation and air conditioning and how your shop's going to be cooler than everyone else's. I think you just covered everything. Literally. Ha! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're so funny that was a dad joke right there Wait. <laughs> we're gonna have a one minute episode it's all wrapped up it's done yeah we're done see you in the after show yep see ya <laughs> what have you been up to aside of nothing i don't know that i've really announced it i don't know because we don't listen back to the episodes or anything like that so i'm working on my real estate license we can discuss this now i don't care who knows um and i am a third of the way through with the program for it it's progress it's i remember when you were hitting the start button and ready to rip my hair out at that point yeah so a third of the way it's all hours based so there's three sections that are all 45 hours like for time to put so it's been that's that's my like eight to five right now is just trying to knock that out although i guess in reality if you're going to be a realtor like i wouldn't expect it to be like a full like college degree level of education on it but i would expect a semester's worth of classes or something yeah what i would like to do is get a couple investment properties but i don't want to pay a different real estate agent commission i would rather be able to purchase those houses under my license so we cut out the middleman Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm working towards it i guess i'm a little over a third but it's definitely i'm learning a lot And it's really, I think as everyone learned on the podcast, it's really hard for me to sit still. So so doing it has been really hard for me. And so I've been absent with everything else. I keep getting these messages of, are you alive? Is everything okay? You're not on Instagram. I was like, I'm fine. I'm just sitting in front of a computer screen for like eight hours a day right now. And I'm boring as hell. So you're my normal five days a week. Oh my God. It's terrible. Sitting behind a computer can be awful. Luckily, because I'm doing it at home so I can get up and like walk around and take little breaks. But there's a reason I did it from online and not a classroom setting because I've done that before. I can't do that. My teachers don't like me. They don't appreciate how distracting I am. So this is a little easier for everyone, I think. Well, and there's something to be said for doing it at your own pace. Granted, there's there's the fine line of your own pace and never getting it done. Oh, I know. Like I paid for it and I was like, if I don't start it right now, 
I will never do it. Mm-hmm. And I know a couple other people that are doing it as well right now. And I'm super competitive. So I was like, I will beat you. Like, I will get licensed before you. And so I'm like hauling butt compared to them. And they're super mad. But I'm like, this that's even more motivator for me just to have bragging rights right there. Discipline. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really taken, I guess, an online course. But I've made things. Mm-hmm for companies or whatever from home on my own time like outside of my normal work hours yeah and that i felt it was kind of the same way where you had to have the own discipline to sit down and do it and actually make progress and get it done but there were incentives to some of those like yours is bragging rights <laughs> i think if you are a competitive person or if i guess if somebody else is going through the same thing at the same time it helps push you kind of like having a workout buddy they be yeah well I don't know if that'll work out, but (laughs) (laughs) when I was younger and I worked out, having somebody that would do the workout with you was... Yeah, just having someone on the same page and helping motivate you and drive you. Which is interesting because I started my workshop update and then somebody else started theirs, which kind of motivated me to get mine done faster. (laughs) Granted, they are flying through theirs. They're like, oh yeah, it's been two days and I've already insulated, drywalled, and I'm starting paint. When people say that, or even when it comes to like makers that are like, I built 13 beds today, bed frames, and like two dressers, I'm like, how? How was that? possible like i don't understand please like are you sleeping like i can understand you're doing a 10-hour day but how is that possible i don't like am i just lazy i I don't that's what i'm wondering about myself yeah (laughs) like because they'll be like yeah i because i just went through this so they're like i did the installation and the drywall and the i guess the mudding and taping or skimming or whatever you call it Mm mm-hmm so it's it's Chris from Elevated Green. Yeah, that he's must not be sleeping because that dude. I wonder. He ripped apart his whole garage in one night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the next day, he's like, pretty much drywalls back up. It's like, how? What are you doing? So Chris, I have to ask, how? <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah, we being like curious minds would like to know. Because I, it took me insulating was a half a day, which granted I had it done by somebody, but I could only work like a couple hours a night every night because it's you know 110 degrees. So is it that he just has a lot more time in one night? Well, I think because he's a teacher, he has the t- the summer off, so he has the full days. But I know he has kids, so I'm not understanding. Because he's even talking about frame and windows. This. If I had had the full day to do it, I probably could have knocked it out in three days. I have the full days. I make my own schedule. I make my own timelines. I can't get stuff like this done. It's insane. I don't think you follow her, but two owls, one nest. Like, when I'm talking about deadlines and I can't meet them, and she's like... She's one of the ones that says, I made, like, a dresser today and three king-size bed frames. I'm like, how? What are you doing? And can I go apprentice with you for a little bit to understand how you're doing this so fast? Yeah, I don't know. But then, you know, when you start building fast, everyone's going to expect quicker turnaround times. Uh Uh-huh. So, maybe I'm doing it right. (laughs) And it depends what material you're working with, too. Like, if you are buying, if you're paying a lot more to get the finished material versus like one side of it finished and you right. finish the other side yourself to save money. I mean, there's a whole bunch of factors that can play into this. All those little details of how she does it. She doesn't post often on Instagram, so you can't really follow along her build process. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how she does it so fast, but it's insane. Well, I did something stupid and I had an order for an acrylic sign. 
uh-huh. which I still need to get done. That order came in like two or three weeks ago, and it came in like the day before I was planning to rip up my shop. <laughs> You're so, on a little behind. My bad. But I feel a lot better about my shop right now. Because before it was, you know, open studs, it was really hot. I didn't want to go out there. Granted, it's still really hot because I don't have the AC yet, but it looks better. But the contract has been signed for AC. Yes, it has. Which, I don't know that I've talked about that much. I think you talked, maybe it was the after show. It might have been. Some recorded something. It's out there for the universe. I'm going to leave it in the after show. (laughs) No, I'm not getting it for free. I'm going to just nip that in the bud right now. Until that comes in, you could clean up your garage, put it back together. That's what I'm doing today. Continue to not make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to continue to hemorrhage money constantly. What'd you decide on those cabinets? Are you buying cabinets? Are you buying metal cabinets? Are you making your own cabinets? What's I'm going to hold off on the cabinets for now, for one, because I don't have the money. I am debating still. So here's a question. If I build them out of melamine, is that going to be an issue? I've been told that they would warp. Eventually, because that's like when you buy any prefabbed cheap cabinet anyways. Yeah, I mean eventually, but how long is eventually? I mean, it's not like you have like a really high moisture content in your garage anyways. You're not in a humid environment and now it's even more temperature controlled. So it's probably all going to be like weight based now. So the reason I'm asking is the cabinets that you found that were really cool are matte black. Mm -hmm. My toolbox is matte black. My wall control is matte black. It would only make sense to have matte black cabinets or at least black cabinets. What I think is funny on our podcast versus every other podcast that makers produce, we say this whole thing about like, I don't have money versus like, oh, I just got all these cabinets delivered to my house for free and now I can install them. It's like, this is how realistic it is. Sometimes we can't afford to do the upgrades we want to do. So I just spent a ton of money (laughs) insulating and drywalling. So yeah, I paid for all my shit myself. Just so everybody knows, none of it was sponsored. He mic dropped right now. No one got to see that, but he did it. Except for I didn't actually mean to mic drop, so that was just a happy circumstance. I like that it was like subconscious, though. You're like, oh, take that. <laughs> yes. Well, I've had a couple people that know about the AC part of this. Okay. And they're like, I'm so mad. I'm like, why? Because you're getting it for free. I'm like, I am not getting it for free. It's still costing me like... I'm pretty sure I even told you don't even take the deal. Yeah. Like, that's Which, how not free it is. It's enough of a deal that it saves, it saves enough money that I can save, like, I think it was four or five hundred bucks. Which, it is a lot of work, and I'm not really taking my work hours into account as much. So it is definitely not the best deal I've ever made. But it, it was one of those things where, right now, I'm really slow and I don't have orders anyway. Except for the one... <laughs> The one that you're not even fulfilling. So I'm going to take the time that I have basically no orders for and do all the work and save the money that way. If I had if I had the extra five or six hundred bucks, I would have just bought the unit. But I'm making a trade that involves me doing like twelve hundred dollars worth of work. I had to move one of my outlets when I put that lumber rack up. And that was the outlet that powered my portable air conditioner. And now that the lumber rack's up, it could probably go back, but just a little lower than where it originally was. So I have to do that in order for me to have air conditioning in the shop again. You can't just route the plug, like, behind the lumber? Well, I moved the outlet so far, like, basically to the left, and I need it back where it was, but lower. Mm. So it's not like it takes forever, but it's just like, do I want to go do it where it's hot? 
What do I want to go out there where it's all stuffy and nasty and stagnant air? Eh, I'll just continue to read this stuff. I've been doing my whole garage update in nasty, stagnant, hot air. I'll just continue to read this stuff. But I'm saying that's, I think that's how motivated I am that it's like, okay, like I could do that. That's a good distraction. I'll just read instead. There you go. Oh, Patreon. Well, we do have new patrons that we need to mention that we forgot about. Give me a second because I actually need to pull it up. We have one new one, and it is Jessica Cave. At Station 707. Thank you. So, at Station 707, Jessica Cave, thank you very much for being a Patreon supporter. We have three tiers right now, but all of our patrons are on our website. And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash makervisionpodcast, where we have access to our new after show, where it's pretty much unfiltered and unedited for the most part if you like the podcast and would consider supporting if you can't get enough of us hit up patreon get access to the after show and you can hear 30 minutes to an hour more of us each week the last two have been about 45 minutes a piece for the after shows everyone just like stops listening to the podcast now they're like yeah they're like we we're, we're done you guys are addy and spammy, and you talked already for an hour. We're not that addy. Is it time for the virtual high five? Yeah. We both did it this week, BJ. That's for all our Patreons supporters. That's patrons. Why am I saying Patreons? But back to what we were talking about. It's more. It's morning. I'm tired. And we're having a rough one this morning, too. Thanks for bearing with us, guys. Yes. So the plan today... Is, so I have... At this point, I have ripped out my drywall, and there wasn't, it was weird, because there was a piece of drywall on two of the walls, like a piece, not a full wall, just a section. The ceiling had two or three pieces, also not complete, and then the back wall we had cut into to do the electrical, but that whole wall was drywalled. Mm -hmm. So I ripped all that out, I had the electrician run, well... I had the electrician run all the electrical like a year ago. So there was a big hole in the drywall from that. So I had finally ripped all that down because I got tired of looking at the water damaged spots from when there was a roof leak for the previous owner and decided it would be a good idea to then insulate. So I had spray foam insulation done and that one was pricey and I would still do it because it's so hot here. Like, it was, what, 110, two to three weeks in a row every day. And I've been told that the spray foam helps a lot with hot weather. And even when it's going to be cold, it'll retain heat for the winter to help my shop be a little bit warmer. And then I hung drywall with the help of my friend Frank at For the Love of Grace. So he helped me hang it. And then I had it mudded and taped. And then I put two coats of primer and a coat of paint on it. And I let my wife pick the pink color. And it's, it's not electric blue, but that's is fine. Bakery box white. Whatever. That's and my idea it actually fun. so I turned the lights on after painting. And when I turned the LED lights back on, it is so much brighter in there now. I flipped on the light. There's five lights out of ten hanging up right now. And they reflect off that white really well. And I bet. they are so much brighter now. So the plan I... today is to take everything out of my garage. Except for like the really heavy stuff. Because my 
driveway's at a slope and I don't want to push it back up that slope. So I'm going to take out the stuff that I can manage, clean out the floor of all the drywall dust that's left and drywall pieces that are left, mop it up with a Swiffer, and then as I bring things back in, I'm going to wipe them down and put them where they belong. That's the goal by the end of the day. I want a report back saying it's all done. So I have a cool idea for a video shot, and I'll I'll tell you in the after show. Okay. Of what I'm thinking. We gotta leave them wanting more. That's, that's why I did it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have a good I have an idea that I think would be a cool little video. I kind of wish I had taken the first part of the video before I started this whole process, but that's a little late. You're really making me want to. Will insulate my whole house plus the at least the ceiling of my shop because those are the most vulnerable. That's the most vulnerable spot I think that I have. Well, see, my hope is that I can like by sharing because I'm making the YouTube videos of the process. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not Peter McKinnon level of editing or whatever person you like on YouTube that has really good video editing. They're not super, you know, cinematic or anything, but. It, it shows me doing it. If they were perfect, yeah. But I'm not good at editing, so they're as good as I know how to make them. You're learning. You learn a little bit every time you do one. So the first video is almost done. I just need to add the Maker Experiment patron supporters to the video, and then I can launch it. I get you monetizing everywhere with your Patreons. Every little bit helps. That's kind of the goal is clean up the garage by the end of the day so that tomorrow or monday i can because the sign's acrylic so it should be a fairly straightforward one and then i can start doing the mugs that i have to do i have a couple cnc designs in my head that i i really need to finish the wasteboard on so i can get them knocked out because i think they'd be pretty cool and some of it's even like just home decor stuff but i'm like i think i really need to start making some stuff again and get that motivation back but it's so, like, with that class taking up so much time, it's really hard to want to step away from it because I just want to hurry up and get it done. I had zero motivation for a week and a half to do anything because it was just so hot, which is part of why I decided to rip up my garage. <laughs> I should not have done it in 110, but neither here nor there. Yeah. But the important part is we're taking time away from the making and away from trying to sell stuff and take commissions to do something for ourselves that we feel is going to help us be more motivated and take a break. Well, I feel like this whole, this whole like getting into like potentially getting an investment property or doing a flip or flipping to be able to have rentals and stuff will like that can stay with my brand anyways. And I'll just have different forms of content on my channels and maybe actually bring it into YouTube because some of it could be a little bit more in depth. But I think that's people like to watch that stuff. People watch HGTV. People want to see people doing stuff wrong or the transformation, like the before and afters. And so I feel like the audience that I have now could follow along with that and enjoy it. I just feel like my potty mouth will be out of control when I'm having to do this stuff myself. Because, you know, nothing's going to go right at all. Well, you could be the unfiltered HGTV. <laughs> That's why I'll have to be on YouTube. So. 
I think you could do well on YouTube. It's just the video editing part that you'd have to learn. Yeah, that's, I mean, I could definitely figure it out too. It's just time and money for all of it. I don't have the, I don't have equipment and I don't have software to do editing. Like I just can do my little video edits on Instagram and everything. But I mean, if that's where I decide to go, obviously it's an investment in the business. So why not put it towards it? But I like with this time that I've been taking, it's really making me feel like figure out and decide what the next, even the next, by the end of the year, the goals that I have, like the end of next year, what goals I have, like, and figuring out what to do with the business and figuring out what to, what I want to be when I grow up, what I want to do with my life and how to make money and how, what I want to do for fun and do for work and everything it's all that self-reflection and all that good stuff well and that's kind of it's funny you say that because i've been trying to figure out what i want to be when i grow up yeah in the last couple weeks too i've had a lot of time with with family this week too and talking with them and they have they have very corporate jobs like eight to five answering my brother-in-law told me yesterday on average he gets 400 emails a day and 25 phone calls that he has to respond to and I don't want that. Like I, that's not, but that's how he has to live in order to make money and support his family. And that's mm-hmm. not what I want. Like, I think I've been given an opportunity to where I could work for myself and decide what I, what I want to do every day when I wake up and like, do I want to work my butt off and make a ton of money? Or do I want to just like work a little bit, and make a little bit of money? You know what I mean? But I get to also yeah. decide what working looks like for me and not him. He has to work for somebody else and respond to all those emails and respond to all those phone calls and not when you, you're working under someone, your potential event, it gets capped. You know what I mean? Like you can't, yeah. you have to hope that that person above you decides to leave. And then you have to decide I'm in this position now answering 400 emails. What happens if I take that guy's position? How many emails? And is that, pri- is that paycheck worth it? Agreed. I, I'd go freaking crazy. I get Sometimes. two emails now, and I'm like, that's I'm never responding to those. I don't get a ton of emails per day. Like I used to, at my old job, I used to get fifty to sixty a day. But the thing that I run into a lot of work lately is I probably make thirty phone calls a day to suppliers to get parts quoted and and then back and forth on oh they updated the part number or they discontinued that part so then we have to spec a new part and so i go through that and then when i get home i have to then answer all the emails or whatever from the side business which lately has been slow but that's also because i haven't tried yeah in all fairness like i haven't been pushing it and I've been working more on trying to build relationships with suppliers that I use versus trying to get sales. It's so funny. When I used to have to like answer emails or phone calls when I was a supervisor, it was literally, I would have to make a call back and just say, no. Like that was because a lot of it was like we had pagers on the ambulance. So you'd get paged from dispatch and they'd ask you a question. It's you can't respond to that. So you pick up the phone, call back and just say, no. And then they're like, okay. And then you get to go about your business. So it would be a lot of phone calls, but no conversation in them. So <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. We're like, hold on, I'll check. Okay, it's handled. That it wasn't bad. Yeah. I think right now I'm I'm going through that what do I want the business to be phase. And when I originally started like what, four years ago or something? Something like that. Maybe even further. 
I was like, well, you know, I might do YouTube. Eh. And now it's like, okay, I need to do YouTube. But it's different because not everybody wants to do YouTube. But I'm not looking at it as a, I'm going to get rich on YouTube. I'm looking at it as a, I need to market myself and YouTube as a way to do that. It's, I think it gets difficult because it's that whole feeling of like, I have such an opportunity. The world is my oyster. I can do whatever I want. Someone please give me some direction because there's too much opportunity and I don't know what to, where to gear myself in and I can't figure out what I want to do because I could do anything I want. Like it's hard. It's hard to focus and like, like rein yourself in and make those decisions for yourself because that and we're we're both creative so it's like oh i could do this like and this would be amazing and people would love it or i could do this and it'd be amazing and people would love it it's like dude calm down settle in decide one thing at a time and take it from there and see how that does but it's so it's hard it's too exciting it's too exciting it's too much well and then you get into the technologies it's like okay because i see people that are they get all of them at once they get the 3D printer, the CNC, the laser, and they get like a, a cricket cutter. They get like everything. And then they don't focus on any one of them. But then they're like, I'm an expert at all these. I'm like, you haven't used them long <laughs> enough to be an expert. I know. it's so But then you get the people like... that only focus on one for a very long time, which is yeah. more, I guess, how I did. Yeah. Find your niche. I think that that helps. And then when you, I think that's where I kind of had found my niche and then it's kind of I'm a little burnt on it. I'm a little tired of it. Like now let me find something else creative that I can enjoy that hopefully makes me some money. So Yeah. See, I was at the point a couple weeks ago where I said, even if I want to make something right now, my shop is not set up to be You're so fluid. popular this morning. I'm actually getting a phone call I probably need to take. So I'm going to mute and you're going to take over for a second. Brent, remember that white music we were talking about? Go ahead and throw that in. <laughs> I don't have much to talk about with myself. False alarm. I thought it was the garage door people that were coming to uh, take care of whatever got broken when the installation happened. Mm-hmm. And it was a local number, and it was ADT trying to sell me on putting... Like, we have an ADT system, because that's what the previous owner had. Mm-hmm. And they're like... We would just want to come out and set up a system for you at no charge to set it up. But then it's like $55 a month. I'm like, that's an absurd amount of money when you have like the rings of the world and the Simply Safes of the world. Not sponsored. Unless Simply Safe wants to sponsor us. Yeah. But I mean. That'd be cool because then they could put alarms on our shop because that stresses me out a lot. Yeah. Leaving my garage open and then people driving by or walking by because. The amount of money that my equipment is worth that's in it. And it's not very difficult to break into a garage. Not that I'm like advocating like everyone go be criminals. But like it stresses me out. The fact that it's so vulnerable. And that's my livelihood right there. Well part of the whole reason I do the YouTube videos. Is so that I have proof that I own the equipment. There you go. But I like you. You don't know who's like scoping out your property. We got home last night super late. It, like I told, it was eleven thirty midnight, something like that. That we got home, and there was these two younger men being loud, like to where, but you can't see because it's all streetlight. So it's that real like orangey glowy light, mm-hmm. and you can't see anyone clearly. And 
being loud, obnoxious, kind of making a scene. And then you see him like cutting across my neighbor's yard. And then, but they had a dog with them. So I don't know if that's the house they started from because it was like um, perpendicular to my house. So they can cut across. So, but then like, then you're just worried now that they see I'm home. I don't have an alarm system, the vulnerabilities and everything. It's just totally way off topic. But like, that's why I don't go on topic in all fairness. (laughs) Like, but that's why I don't like to go in and out of my garage. And I'd rather just go through the front door because when I open up my front door, all you see is wall. You don't see what I have inside. If I'm going in and out of the garage, it takes how long for it to open up, me to walk through it, for it to shut. And then everyone gets like at least 30 seconds minimum to scope out what you have in there. I got expensive tools. Well, that's what I'm worried about today because they're all going to be in my driveway. Yeah, you need, like, you got to put your wife out there in a little yard chair, like a little captain's chair, and just have her camp out and work on her suntan, and she can yeah. watch all your gear. So, the um, but when I did the insulation, I sat out in the driveway in front of all my stuff. It's it just, it's hard, especially when you see the news or whatever and it's like so-and-so self-employed electrician had his work truck out on the site and he walked out and his truck was missing like that's all his money right there that's everything Mm -hmm. that's the means to support his family that's the investment in his business that's everything like he literally can't work so that's how i feel you're making me want to go out and get a security camera now that's how i but that's why that's why when i story like it's i'll block out my car or kind of like identifying things like I've posted like a video of me unloading plywood in the back of my truck and I blocked out my license plate and someone said why would you do that I'm like I don't need people to know more personal information about me I block out my this is already the (laughs) internet it's up for grabs for anybody like it says that I live in this city like I don't need to make things any easier for criminals yeah I totally agree well and I but so I guess ensure your equipment guys if that's what we're saying anything like Make sure you're mm-hmm. protecting your side hustle assets. Like I have, so I have the Ring doorbell. Same. And not sponsored, but I love that thing. Because I, yeah. if somebody rings the doorbell, A, I can decide whether I want to ignore them. Yes. Which I do on occasion. Because we get a lot do. of solicitors like every day. Yeah. ADT, let's, we're going to clean your carpet, all that kind of stuff. And then... If a package arrives, like, I can tell my wife, hey, there's a package at the door, or whatever. Plus, if somebody were to steal it, I have, like, it's recorded. So that's nice. So I'm thinking of getting the Ring cameras. Yeah, I thought about putting that, because the Ring does so good on, like, the front entry, but I thought about getting the Ring floodlight for above my garage. Yeah. And then it lights up if anyone comes near, and it has the video footage. And then that, obviously, like, will cover my whole area of where... I'm worried about people stealing stuff. Well, I'm thinking about putting one in my garage, too. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though? Because it's like, oh, I have a house full of, like, TVs, appliances, all this stuff. But since we're makers, we're like, don't touch. Don't touch the laser. Don't touch the CNC. Don't Mm -hmm. take my miter saw. Like, don't. (laughs) Everything else is up for grabs, but don't take my tools. I mean, don't take any of my stuff. But, (laughs) like, we, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, I set the alarm system, like, religiously now. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there have been so many break-ins, like, not right around us, but within, like, a few miles. Right. We're so on, it's kind of like, mm. like, a, 
shortcut street is what I like to call it because you can avoid a ton of traffic if you cut through here. So it's a lot heavier of traffic than I would like, but so that makes me more cautious that all those people are coming through and watching my place. Yeah. I looked like a little creeper last night in the window watching those kids to make sure they kept walking. I have done the same. Yeah. <laughs> and But I'm like, okay, maybe you're harmless because you're walking your dogs. Why are, why are you walking your dog at 11.30 p.m.? Go to bed. Like here I could understand walking your dog at 11.30 p.m. Because it's 100 degrees until 11.30 p.m. It was 90 degrees here yesterday, surprisingly. We're in like a little cool front right now. It was like 101. Yeah, so you like should be getting our cool front 11. next week. So we... um. We have a school nearby, uh-huh. so occasionally we'll have like cops like around the neighborhood checking for like speeders, I guess. But every once in a while, I'll come home and there's like four cop cars, like two houses down. No idea why. It's happened like three times this summer. Excuse me, officer. Can you tell me why you're here? Should I be yeah. alarmed? Should I be concerned? I've debated. <laughs> One time they were right in front of our house, and I was like. But they never came and talked to us, so I don't know what that was about. Well, but they're anyway. not going to tell... They won't tell you. No. They're not going to get just let you know what's happening, unless they're putting you on lockdown. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I came and went, and they were right in front of the house the whole time. But anyway, they're scooping yeah. me out. Do you have a guest? I think a child is weak. Oh. <laughs> it looked like... The way you were looking, it looked like they were in there already. No, I was listening. But anyway, we, yeah, we got way off topic. So, I mean, from a taking time for yourself aspect, I think at this point I've taken about as much as I can afford to. Oh, I've beyond done that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I told myself I'm, I have 10 more days and then I'll get back to it. Cause that's the amount of time, like it will physically take me to read the rest of this stuff is 10 more days. And that's like all day for the next 10 days to be able to knock it out. I have told myself I have until Monday to clean up my garage and get it put back to a point where I can actually work in there. That's, you can get a lo- you can get a lot of stuff done in the weekend. But I have plans. The we have a couple things we have to do though. But the the big thing now is figuring out where I want my tools and how I want to organize stuff. But I think I'm going to build an outfit table for the table saw. Nice. That will function as an assembly table and a packaging table. So I have like that brown roll of paper that you do, mm-hmm. and I use it to wrap signs and stuff in. So I kind of want that like on the end of the workbench or the table, and then be able to pull the paper over and wrap everything up a lot easier. I think your efficiencies will increase dramatically with that. And it's so nice mm-hmm. having like that flat work surface that you can do a lot with. It was a yeah. great improvement for me like i have one now but it's like two feet by three feet and it rolls around i think but it's on now feet table it's just an assembly table i think that's like the size of the cart i have for my um miter saw just a little baby guy like that so my plan is to take the elements from that that i like so it has the slide out panels for signs and put that in put those panels into the outfeed table. So if I paint something I can slide it into the outfeed table and then get rid of that mobile cart and free up space. That's the plan. Like take all the hardware off, take the casters off and trash it cuz it was like the cheap plywood from Home Depot anyway. Yeah, I need to redo my little cart for my miter saw cart. It's like one of the legs is literally like ripping out now. But, I mean, I moved with that thing, like, from my old house to this house. Like, we've had to use it for, like, 
putting stuff on it and using it as a like a wheelie cart and stuff like that it's like it's a joke it's probably not safe <laughs> nice i'm gonna put something like something heavy enough on there and the link's just gonna finally give out completely yeah i've been going back and forth on what i want like the storage to look like in the garage it's gonna it's gonna take a while but i think starting with an outfeed table behind the table saw and then setting up the table saw to be able to use it in the garage like i might have to open the garage door to cut certain pieces but if i can make it to where i don't have to pull it out of the garage just to use it like i do now that would be a huge improvement because right now pretty much any tool i want to use i have to pull out of the garage and use yeah and it's because it's not set up very well that'd be super annoying too because it just it ruins your workflow and your productivity when you're taking extra time to do stuff like that well, on the back wall, like when you walk into the garage from the garage door, the far wall is where I had a lumber rack, my toolbox, my joiner, my planer, and the router table. So if I ever wanted to use any of those tools, I had to maneuver them around all of my stuff and get them out of the garage. Because if I used them in place at the time, it was going to shoot sawdust through the hole that they made for the electrical. Mm. And it would have, and I didn't have dust collection set up like my dust collector was on the other side of my shop so this time i think i'm going to line all the tools up that are mobile so the joiner the planer the router table the dust collector and the bandsaw are all going to be on that right hand wall and then if i need to use them i just pull them out a little bit pull the dust collector out with it and hook it up i'm not going to run like dust collector ducting because i don't have the space i would love to do that but because my garage doors roll up so far back into the garage it's mm-hmm. like it'd be so difficult to try and that, yeah exactly it's not worth it i run into the same issue i might run like one pipe on that wall that can connect to those few tools mm-hmm. and then just hook it to the dust collector i have but we'll see but right now I'd, i'm just gonna pull it out and connect it as i need it i need definitely to get at least another like 20 foot hose or something like that for it to be able to reach the cnc better Mm-hmm. Or get um, like a dust stopper for my shop vac and hook that up to the CNC and just have that dedicated underneath there. I've seen like the box, like the toolbox sized um, shop vacs, like Rigid makes one, Ryobi makes one. And that mm-hmm. would actually fit perfect underneath the table that I made for the CNC and then do that with like a dust stopper thing. And that'd be a, a sweet little dust collection set up for just that put it on an auto switch so when Mm -hmm. the router turns on it turns on too that'd be nice that'd be good it's little things like that that can make a huge improvement in your mood yeah when you go out in the shop versus going out there i was at the point with laser stuff where i would go out there and i would have to like squeeze between things and almost die trying to get places it's so i get so frustrated and then i'm like mother effing everything because i don't have space or because i'm trying to move something i'm knocking something else down because like and then you have to go clean up that mess or whatever you just made because there's no flow and there's no efficiency into the workspace and you just keep settling for the space you have instead of making the space work for you but now you're you're gonna like bypass all that and you're like no it's gonna work for me and this is gonna be laid out correctly and efficiently and i could get to work well i've been trying to maneuver around things for a year and i had it it, it was just to the point where i was i'd step in the shop and i'd be mad because <laughs> i would bump into something or i'd like bend down to get a sheet of material and run my back into my miter saw because it's on a cart mm-hmm. 
and I would end up like backing into it as I was getting material. Even when I was doing drywall, like because I did the drywall with everything in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. So I'd bend down to put a screw in, and I would rail my back on the handle of the miter saw. You know, I'm so bruised and broken just for walking. Well, that was the problem, right? Because I didn't take everything out to do the drywall. So I was constantly running into stuff. So now I'm just done. Like It needs to all get pulled out, cleaned up, and then put exactly where I want it to be. Which, I don't have the lumber rack up anymore. All that lumber that was on that rack is now in my trusses. That's probably actually better than my lumber rack because there's probably more support because the way the trusses are spread out versus yeah. the two bars that the borer comes with like if i need to reinstall it i can but it's not going to be on the same wall anymore and then the toolbox is going to go back on that wall probably the laser cabinet that i have will probably go right next to the laser for now just so i have it for a computer top stand Mm -hmm. all those tools are going to go on the right hand wall and then i have like a storage cabinet and a storage shelf that i want to get rid of and replace with cabinets at some point so i need to determine where i want to put them for now what are you going to do about the princess carriage? I don't know yet. It'll be probably near the door, like the garage door, so that if the girls want to use it, I don't have to dig it out. I can just pull it out from the side. I'm telling you, build a little carport for her on the side yard and then park it over there, and then she can pull it in and out of the gate. Maybe. Go park your car over there. That's your car. Par- your car's parking. I might, eventually. You're like, what's this garage for? It's not for parking cars. No. Or princess carriages. Or princess carriages. But yeah, so that's the plan. I'll be excited. And then install the AC when it comes, which that's going to be a few weeks out probably. I'm sure as we're recording this episode, Chris is done with his garage that he started four days ago. Okay, well, um, you want to wrap up and go and do an after show? This is a super short episode. It's like a 45 minute episode. Well. Does it matter? I think it'll be okay. Because we paused for you to take your phone call to. We're nonsense this week. I, f- I told you I have nothing to talk about because I'm not doing anything. Well, and there's some things that I'm going to leave for the after show. See you in a few. Well, I thought we have to actually wrap up. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll wrap up. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> All right. So I think that's, we're probably nearing an end. People are probably tired of hearing us ramble about what we want to do with drywall and insulation. Maybe I'm tired of hearing you talk about your drywall and insulation. I'll I'm take the blame. <laughs> so till next week hopefully we have something more invigorating and exciting for you guys yeah hopefully we'll see <laughs> no promises well for sure no promises all right bye see you in a few thanks for listening if you're interested in supporting this podcast head to www.makervisionpodcast.com where you can purchase merchandise or donate you'll also be able to join the email list to stay up to date with the podcast find us on instagram at makervisionpodcast or join the facebook group makervision tribe